Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Empowered Leaders Membership Group. I am glad you're here. Uh, as I'm recording this, this is for our Friday, August 27th call. We are talking about the passion shift, career to calling. Uh, this is in the vision and design section because this is one of those that's not necessarily about building relationships or getting the work done uh, or coaching other people to success. But this was really about a big picture kind of view of your leadership. So we're talking about going from just having a leadership position to really living it out as a calling. Okay. I, I love this quote to start with. Uh, it's unknown, so we don't know who actually said it, but some wake up to an alarm, some wake up to a calling. I love that. So we're going to really kind of tease out um, what that means as we go through. Uh, I personally haven't set an alarm in a couple of years. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, since COVID, I really, um, I really don't remember the last time I set an alarm. Uh, unless we, for whatever reason, had a very early appointment or something like that. Um, because the kind of life that I live, uh, I can design it in that way. Okay. And I also get enough sleep so that I wake up pretty much the same time every single day. Uh, now it can vary. The other day I was up at three for, I have no reason why, um, just wide awake, ready to go, ready to take on the world. So I got up and I did some work. Uh, I did my study time. I, uh, went for a walk in the dark and I was home and, and kind of settled by seven. And I was like, man, I'm kind of tired. So I went and I took a nap. Uh, and you know, when you work from home and do the work that I do, you can sometimes do that. So I know I am definitely privileged in that. Um, but because I am working on my calling and I'm not working at a job or even a career, um, yeah, I can do that. All right. So this group is filled with many different people. So first of all, let me give a shout out to all of our new members. If you've joined in the last month, welcome. We're glad that you're here. We hope that you would pop by one of the Zoom meetings that we have right now. Currently, uh, as of August 2021, we have two a week. So we have one on Thursday evening at eight o'clock Eastern time. And one on Friday at one o'clock Eastern time. So, uh, you know, if you haven't found that yet, there's a little section in the welcome section that, that will give you all of the Zoom info. Okay. All right. So there's many people, diff different people in this group. So we have new leaders. Uh, so those who have just found themselves in a leadership position, we have aspiring leaders. So people who know they want to be a leader or who are kind of on track to be a leader. We have experienced leaders. Uh, we have some board leaders in here, although, you know, if you work with me too long, you're not going to be bored anymore. Uh, we definitely have some frustrated leaders in here. Um, there's a lot of frustration and overwhelm happening, especially in the education world right now. And we also have, uh, those people who are looking to get out of a leadership position. Okay. This, what I'm going to share with you today is for everyone. All right. Now. If you're newer to leadership, think long term, okay? So so what we're doing is we're we're trying to begin with the end in mind, okay? So what that means is you think about the end of your leadership experience and what might you want that to look like, okay? I promise you I'll walk you through it. 
if you're a frustrated leader or you're looking to get out, you're, you're, you're just like, oh, I can't take this anymore. I've got to do something different. I want you to look higher. Okay. So instead of looking at, you know, your, your job description, the things that you need to do on an everyday basis, I want you to begin to kind of lift your head up from that and look at the people around you. Look at the impact that you can have. And if you're done, like, you know, you're done, you know, some of you, you just know I am done. I I'm not doing this job anymore, or I'll give it one more year, but that's it. I want you to begin to ask yourself the question. If you haven't already, what's next? Okay. So you can have a job, you can have a career, or you can have a calling, but you cannot have all three. Okay. So I will tell you this, that, uh, for me, um, you know, I've had a lot of jobs. Um, my very first job, uh, actually it was six. Uh, I was an entrepreneur and didn't know it. Uh, I really desperately wanted to get uh, a book at the book fair, but because of the circumstances of our home at that time, we were homeless. There was no way my parents were going to give me a dollar for a, a book at the book fair. And so, um, I decided I was going to go and, and create my own little job. So I did. Uh, I went around to each one of the houses and I um, said, if I pick your dandelions, will you give me five cents per dandelion? But it has to be a money back guarantee. So if I don't get the root, you don't have to pay me. That way it won't come back. And, you know, there were some lovely people who, of course, went along with this because, you know, when a six-year-old just comes up to your door and says, I'll work for you, will you pay me? Of course you say yes, right? And then there were other people who clearly were like, yeah, no, get off my lawn, right? Um, and But the long story short is I, I not only made enough for, for my book at the book fair, I made enough for one of my friends um, to get a book at the book fair too, which I, it really confused me because... Uh, yeah, her, her parents had a lot of money, but they just didn't put the priority there. So I said, well, that's okay. I'll help you out. Okay. That was my very first job. I did have a job in high school as, uh, I worked at, at, uh, ice cream parlor for three years. That was definitely the job that reminded me why I was going to college. Right. I believe every kid should have one of those. Uh, and then every kind of job imaginable, uh, throughout my, my college career, if they were going to pay me, I pretty much said yes. Uh, and then I had my first teaching job, teaching kindergarten. I loved it. It really was a blast. Uh, and I really felt like I had gone from just a job making money to a career. I knew I was going to be a teacher. I just knew it. Now, fast forward many years, you know, several houses, three kids, uh, you know, life changes. And I realized, man, <laughs> I'm not, I don't know. I don't know what it is about this, this time of my life, but I'm just not feeling fulfilled. And then I realized what I really wanted to do was I wanted to help other people see their value. I wanted to help other people understand that we're all connected and how to serve people at a higher level. And so I created Grow by One to, to do just that. And I'll, I'll be honest, at least as I'm recording this right now, the, the plan is to never stop. Now, I might change completely how I do things, right? COVID helped me do that, but it's a calling now. So working at the ice, ice cream shop was a job, 
Working as a teacher was a career, but doing what I'm doing right now, that's a calling. So what do you do with a job? Well, you search for a job, right? But you keep a career. However, a calling keeps you captivated. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about, um, a calling. There are eight quick things I'm going to share with you about a calling. So the first thing is that your calling matches who you are. So as we're going through these eight, I really want you to ask yourself, I think most of you understand, okay, maybe I am working at a job, right? Some of you like, like, you know, you're done. Okay. That's a job. Um, Others of you, you know that this is a career, but it's not necessarily a calling. So evaluate where you are right now. And then, especially for those of you who are newer to the game, uh, ask yourself, how can I put myself in a position to bring about a calling? Okay, so these eight things that I'm going to share with you. All right, so the first thing is that your calling matches who you are. Okay. It matches who you are. So listen, uh, the, the owner of that ice cream shop, guess what? That was his calling. I mean, he, it was like he was created and built to run that ice cream shop. He absolutely loved it. Not me. I was just doing it for the tips. Okay. So there's a couple questions that you can ask yourself to see if you are in alignment with, uh, with where you're at right now, that it's a calling. If you could do one thing for the rest of your life, only one thing, what would it be? Uh, What do people ask your help for that you think is really easy? Like you think everybody should know that. What do they ask your help for? What do you love learning about? Right? So if you could, you know, have a section in the library that, you know, could keep you occupied for hours, what would that be? What would you do if you knew that you didn't need to be paid or have benefits or retirement or anything like that? If, if all of the money requirements in your life are gone, what would you do without that pay? Not like, you know, what would you do, but what would you do knowing that you don't have a need to be paid? And what could you talk about for hours to somebody who was really, really interested? The answers to those questions will give you some really good clues as to what your calling is. And ask yourself this now in your current position, whatever that might be, Are you able to do those things? Are you able to share the learning that you just just thought about? Or are you able to talk about that that subject with people in your, your everyday life? Okay. Now, another thing is that your calling taps into your passion. So, uh, you know, a job, let's hope you find a really fun job. You know, that's what I I told my son. If you're, if you're going to go look for a job, um, last year about this time, I said, just don't just go with the first one, you know, really shop around, uh, and don't just go fast food because working with hungry people is difficult. (laughs) So he said, I want to find a fun place. And so he's currently working at the movie theater, right? Now that's a job. 
and a career, you know, you, you, you're going to be there for a while. So you better do something that you really like. Right. But a calling, uh, a calling, uh, I'll give you a great example. Somebody put a post on Facebook the other day and it said, what do you have to tell yourself on Monday morning to be motivated? And I said, uh, good morning. <laughs> Boom, done, motivated, let's go, right? But I realized if you're in a job or even a career, you might have to tell yourself a lot of things to get going. But typically if, you, if you're smack dab in the middle of your calling, you have so much passion that on most days you're ready to go. So what are you really passionate about? Okay, what do you love to do? How do your strengths align with your passion? So I have a passion for leadership, specifically servant leadership with coaching practices. So everything I do aligns with that. What experiences do you have with your passion? So for me, I have a ton of uh, teaching experience, but I also have administration experience. I have experience with the John Maxwell team. I have experience being a coach myself. I've got all kinds of experience that goes directly towards my passion. And this is a great question too. Where do, does my desire to grow interact with my passion? So this is kind of a, a, a learning question too. So you've got this passion, right? What do you want to know more about? So for me, I'm, I'm kind of in this, uh, I would love to talk more about the mentoring model um, of, of coaching, if you will. I know that seems a little weird because coaching and mentoring are two different things, but I'm getting really fascinated with coaching leaders who are already um, experienced coaches to be able to up their coaching game as well as increase their ability to mentor and replicate. Okay. So that's going to be something new that I'm kind of learning and jumping into. Yay. Right. Do you see how this is a calling and this isn't just a job or a career for me? Yeah. So your calling is important to you. Okay. Absolutely important to you, but it's not about you. Okay. Let me say that again. It's important to you, but it's not about you. So when you have a job or even a career, your focus is pretty much on you, right? So um, how many of you had a low level job where you're just like, you know, just got to get there, just got to get paid, right? Right now we're seeing that in the workplace. I saw a sign up the other day I was driving through town and, and the sign said, uh, we'll hire anybody willing to show up, right? The, the bar is pretty low at this point. Um, so when you're the employee and you're going in, you're like, yeah, it's all about me, right? Uh, even in a career, I have worked with, uh, veteran teachers before that say, oh, I've worked, you know, I've been a teacher for 20, I have 20 years of experience. No, you don't. You have like one year of experience, but you did the same thing. You repeated it 20 times. You only have one year of experience that you just cloned. Okay. But a calling is all about other people. Why do you think I created the Empowered Leaders Membership Group? I, I can guarantee you it wasn't because I, 
you know, I get so much out of it. Although I do, I really do. So there, there's something to be said for, for that. But I really created it. The first purpose for creating it was to provide really good options for you to take on a nugget of wisdom, go practice that, learn, grow, become better, and then come back for a little bit more. Right? So it's combining my passion, my skills, my strengths, all of that kind of stuff to serve you because it's about you. You know, we've made so many changes since the beginning of our journey in Empowered Leaders group. I think, I think we're about 15 months in now. We've, we've changed drastically since the very beginning. Uh, and we're constantly making changes in all kinds of things like our structure and our content so that we can provide you with what you want, because this group is about you. It's not about me. Okay. Number four, a calling is, uh, it's also bigger than you. Okay. You are going to need some help. A calling takes time. So I'll be honest, I'm trying to reach as many people as I possibly can around the whole world to understand three things. Who you are, that we are all connected, and that you can go out and serve other people in a really high quality, positive way. Those are the three things that I'd like to instill in this earth in as many people as possible. Guess what? I can't do it by myself. Okay. Um, I'm doing it in many different fashions and forms, but I still can't do it by myself. So anytime one of you takes this work on and goes and applies it, you're helping me with my mission. Anytime one of you says, you know what, I've got a new friend. She just came into a leadership position. I'm going to bring her into our group too. You're helping me with my mission. Anytime you identify somebody in your ranks that you think is going to be a good leader and you're like, Hmm, let me get them into this group too, because they can get a jump start on their learning. You're helping me with my mission. But I also have people on my team. If you're involved in our Telegram group, you'll, you'll know that uh, Tessa, uh, Tessa is my virtual assistant. She has been all over the place. She also gives comments in, in Kajabi. Uh, she helps me keep things running. If you ever see a workbook from now on, it's going to be Tessa because she does a whole lot better job than I do. Okay. She keeps me going. So a calling, you know, a job, you don't need anybody else really. I mean, you kind of show up, right? A career, you know, let's say you're a teacher or a business professional, you know, it's your career. You get to decide where you're going to go, but you don't really need other people to do that. But a calling you can't do on your own. And it's going to take some time. A calling, this is number five, a calling really changes your perspective. Okay. Um, when you have a job and you have a career that your focus is on what's my responsibility, right? If I want to get paid this week at my ice cream job, what do I need to do? Well, again, the bar is really low. You need to show up to work on time. You need to do as much of your job responsibilities by yourself as possible. There you go. Right. Um, but even in a career, you know, it's about responsibility. So what do I need to do to do my job? Well, right. But a calling is more than that. It's not just about responsibility. It's also about a challenge or opportunity or a potential thing, right? It's also a privilege. So I, like I said earlier, I, I am privileged that I get to be in the position where I'm at right now to grow my own business. 
where I can every single day wake up and do something that I love and ask, how can I do more of that thing that I love? Right. And when a challenge comes, I'm like, yay, a new challenge or a new opportunity. I've got some cool things in the works coming up here in the future. We're working on the coaching Academy. So having that, uh, out hopefully within the next year that people can run through that. Um, also I, I'm, I'm in conversation. Don't let this be widely known out just for you guys. I'll let you know, but, um, there's possibly a radio show, um, talking about, um, you know, healed coaches. So how can, how can coaches be at the most, uh, healed level possible while they're going out and serving other people? That would be a global radio station. So, you know, there's some cool things in the works. And I have no responsibility whatsoever to do this group. I have no responsibility to do a radio show. I have no responsibility to do a coaching academy other than it's my passion. It's my calling. It's my purpose. But I don't have a boss telling me to do something. I, I talked to somebody the other day and they're like, oh, what kind of accountability help do you need on this? And I said, I don't need any. I'm good. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. You know, we've got to put together an accountability plan. I said, no, actually we don't. I just made this decision. So I'm good. It's going to be done. And they couldn't believe me. And I said, that's just how I roll. Right. I don't need somebody telling me what to do. Number six, I promise I'll go fast on these. Uh, your calling gives you purpose. Okay. It gives you purpose. It's a, it gives you like a greater life force energy. Right. And, and there's your passion, there's your priorities, your potential and your power. Okay. That's what a calling does for you. Your life is lived in a very different way when you're under a calling than you are a job or a career. Number seven, a calling helps you overcome obstacles, right? So it's really easy to quit a job, especially right now. That's the problem that we're finding is that anybody can quit a job because you can go somewhere else. And you know what? They're not going to look. A lot of people, unfortunately, are not even calling references. They're just like, oh, look, a warm body. Yes, please come in. Okay. Even a career. You know, some of these um, people that I'm working with, they're like, yeah, man, I can't, I can't take it anymore. Um, there's a couple nurses I'm working with. They're like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with the medical field. I can't do this. How can I go into something else? Right. Or teachers. Uh, I'm done with this. How can I do something outside of teaching? Right. But it's harder to quit a team or a movement of people that is related to your calling. I, I can tell you this, um, because of the nature of grow by one, it is so enmeshed in my life. I find it very difficult to tell where Michelle starts and ends and grow by one starts and ends. And I used to think that that was a problem. You know, I didn't have boundaries and now I just realized, no, it's like we're two symbiotic beings kind of existing together. And then the last thing that a calling does is it brings fulfillment. Okay. Nothing is as rewarding as fulfilling your calling. You know, you can make money, you can have, you know, fame, you can have your achievements and recognition, but what, you know, you might be bored. You might be frustrated. You might be stuck. You might not be sure what's next, but focus on finding your calling and you won't need wealth, fame, achievement, and recognition. You won't need any of that because it's almost like you get that all day long. 
So this is really why I wanted to talk about this in the vision and design section, because some of you haven't stopped and picked your head up and thought about where am I going? Where am I at? Right? Am I in a job, a career, or a calling? Because how you operate in life is going to determine how you, you know, the answer to that question. So in the handout section, there is a document. It's got some questions in there. I want you to use it as a worksheet. So, um, you know, lots of times I'll say, oh, just reflect on this or print it out and have it up on your wall. I really want you to use this one as a worksheet. Print it out if possible. Fill in the answers to the questions right now. And then I want you to come back, you know, in two or three days. And I want you to add to the answers. And then give yourself probably um, one to two weeks and come back again. I really want you to kind of marinate in these ideas for a little bit. See what comes to you, okay? Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I, I love spending time with you. So I can't wait to hear your thoughts, your ideas, your questions around your calling uh, next week on our Zoom. Um, so with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.